0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: College Hunks Hauling Junk.com for Arkansas's highest rated moving and junk removal company. Feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know. But no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays
2: up. That means when he puts it
0: down. Here's the pitch. Swung on and a hard ball through the left side. A base hit for Cali ties the game. Here comes Borfin with a go-ahead run. A two-run single for Caleb Cali. And it's only five batters into the bottom of the first. Here's the pitch. Swings, bounced it up the middle and into center field for Peyton Holt. Cali scores. Jones around third. He's on his way home and he'll come in easily and score another. Two run single for Peyton Holt. The pitch to Cole is launched deep into center field. That one's going to go out of here. Just to the left of our broadcast area in the hog pen. A two run homer for Harold Cole. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style.
3: We just need to get him going and you know, he didn't it didn't go good very very good. So, we just wanted to get him out there to throw the ball over the plate. See if we could get him out and you know, he struggled the first inning, maybe even the second inning, got a little bit better. Um, looked like he settled down. To me, he's he's a little jittery. He's a little, you know, wound up, and he's got he's to calm down. And we're trying to get him there. But, you know, thank goodness our offense kicked it into gear and
4: gave us an opportunity to leave him out there for a while because if, if, if we wouldn't have scored, he wouldn't have stayed out there.
3: Yeah, Arkansas did okay offensively last night, scoring 21 runs in seven innings against Little Rock. Well, six innings, technically, because they didn't bat in the bottom of the seventh. Mm-hmm. 21-5 the final, and Little Rock issuing 15 walks to Razorback batters. That was a real big story. But Arkansas did have 20 RBI, and I'm assuming some of those walks ended up as RBI as well, Wes. Just one of those nights. I think they had a handful in a row. Was it seven in a row today here? It's something crazy like that. The just... first inning just kept going on and on, I lost track. Yeah, it's... Uh tough deal, but Arkansas has been very tough at home as we know, and they have not lost a midweek game yet. I'm guessing today will be a little bit more competitive, but it will remain to be seen. We are going to talk to Chris Curry at the 12:30 spot about today's matchup and what he got out of yesterday. Maybe a little more from him on what's tough about the Razorbacks and comparatively to what he's seen from them in past years, and we'll talk to him about his matchup this weekend as they get back into conference play. Uh, football continuing for the spring. We'll get to that in a second. I need to mention, too, I guess, that the Arkansas women lost at Central Arkansas. A clean sweep of two games by the Central Arkansas softball team over Arkansas. Both teams are in the top 20 in the RPI. So this is a very, very good Central Arkansas softball team. And we will... Uh, See what they do the rest of the year, and we're going to join be joined by Kayla Beaver, who was the head coach or head coach. How about the uh, starting pitcher last night of uh for Central Arkansas and get her thoughts on the victory? She pointed out to me that she did not serve as the starting pitcher in the first victory, no, so they beat them with two different pitchers. Yeah, they got two good pitchers, yeah, clearly. Yeah, they may have three, who knows? Hard to get on the mound, I imagine, with those two working out. So, anyway, that's good. All right, well, let's get back to spring football for a second. We'll welcome in Coach Kelly here as well who is uh, joining us courtesy of Bowen Heffley. We'll get his open in here in a second. But Coach uh, Hittman speaking yesterday. So I'm, I'm very, very distracted. I'm watching Travs make outs at first base. We got a runner at third. They had a runner at third and nobody
5: out. He uh, walked, stole second. They threw it in the center field. He went to third, and, he, and the pitchers just
3: settled down. He got a pop-up to the third baseman and then just got a little weak ground ball to the third baseman. So that runner's still on third. Um, Razorback spring game coming up this weekend. We'll hear from Coach about what they're trying to do with their scrimmages, but let's we'll find out who's moving up on the depth chart.
4: Yeah, Andrew Armstrong done some really good things. Tesla, and I don't want to say too many because you're, you're, I think you're asking specifics about what pops off my head at the beginning. So those two guys really have.
3: Okay, some more on Tesla. Now he just says Tesla. Tesla, we're gonna go with that. Coach Pittman says, I'm gonna roll with that. Yeah, much, much easier for us. Yeah,
5: I heard some of the, uh, the the reporters who cover the team say Tesla. Yeah, so I think Tesla is much smarter. Yeah. I mean, that's
3: an NIL
5: waiting to happen. There's, if he can make some plays, and why wouldn't Tesla jump on board?
3: Yeah, they should get the uh, the all power folks on that. Where's our, where's our solar folks? Where's our electric car people?
4: Tesla, Tesla. Tesla. Here's Coach. Yeah, he's catching a lot of. Wow balls, you know. Those are that 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 separates receivers right there is who can catch contested passes and who can catch the one that's unbelievably hard to catch. He seemed to have been able to do that. I've been uh, pleased with Armstrong, like talked about in Satagna and Bryce and those guys as well, but maybe, you know, the one that I'm missing out there is Tyrone Broden. You know, I would wish that we could get a better feel for him Uh, I think he is coming along he may be able to play Saturday but he's been impressive
3: and then uh, as far as coach talking about scrimmages Arkansas has got their spring game on Saturday we're going to air that on the bus starting at noon and that will go for a couple of hours and we'll have the baseball game of course Saturday night after that Friday matchup with Tennessee coach they're trying to hide things we're going to
4: scrimmage and we're going we're going to play our ball we're going to play I mean everybody knows what Dan did you know what i mean and yeah. everybody knows what t will did over at ucf so we're really not interested in hiding anything we're just trying to get better so we'll we'll, we'll roll the ball out there and we'll have a good scrimmage
0: he led the pulaski academy bruins to nine state championships in his time there Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. The best surgeons. The best treatment. All focused on you.
3: All focused on you, Coach. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm phenomenal. We well, yeah, were at a baseball game. Working. Had a guy, Perfect weather. Had a guy Beautiful. bring me a cold beverage. The pitch clock is working. And the Trav staved off uh, some concerning situations in the first inning. It is 0-0 after a half an inning. Trav's about to come up to bat. I'll tell you what, I made a new, uh, I got, I'm a fan of a new guy, Josh Morgan. What a great mm-hmm. interview. And he wanted to come back and hang out with us on the air. That guy's I heard
1: that when he said, "Can I come back and hang out?" I'm like, "Wow, well, everybody loves that guy."
3: He's got uh, he's got great potential as a broadcaster. What a great communicator! I really enjoyed talking to him. Cool dude. That would be a fun show with him giving us uh, some little insight on what's going on while the game is going on. I would actually like to go out and have a couple beers with him and uh, watch women hit on him and hang out. <laughs> and uh, you know, seems like a cool dude. <laughs> so uh, he's Cali cool, coach. He's Cali cool, not quite Kelly cool, but Cali cool. The Travs has got an opening double from their leadoff hitter, Leo Rivas. That's what I'm talking about. Batting 308, So that's a good start for the Travs. We'll see if they can get a run out of this. Got a great crowd on hand and kids still pouring into the ballpark. I saw a shot from Lance. He was standing over by the gates, and they are still streaming in. Our school's out today. What's the deal? How are all these kids here? It's a field trip. Field trip, Coach. That's, that's education at its best. I Buddy, it. listen. This is an American pastime they're trying to restore as the American pastime. I like
1: it. The, the clock's helping. The shot clock, pitch clock's helping.
3: There's no doubt. Uh, let me get Hog Wild in here real quick, and then we'll talk to Coach about uh, things he'll be looking for in the spring game this weekend with Arkansas. Hog freaking Wild. Good to see you this week. Thanks for playing the Buzz Golf Tournament. What's up? <laughs>
6: Good afternoon, Justin, West.
0: and uh, enough it will be.
6: Uh, yeah, y'all were talking about uh, the uh, UCA Razorback game uh, yesterday, I believe it was. And did y'all ever yesterday. figure out how that game wound up?
3: Uh, the last game? year's game here at Dickie Stevens.
6: Uh, it, it finished on an unbelievable oh, finish. Oh, last
3: year's game. Okay. Last year's no, game, no. yeah. Uh,
6: unbelievable. And when I tell you, you'll remember it. I guarantee you. The Hogs won two to one on a walk-off wild, wild pitch. pitch.
3: I do remember that now. Robert Moore for the winning run.
1: But have you ever that. seen a
6: walk-off wild pitch?
3: Can't say that I have. I had in never seen it I either.
1: Haven't. On television,
6: I have, but not in person.
3: Yeah, I've seen a lot of new things on TV. Yeah, and the internet. Yeah,
6: I don't believe I've ever seen it on TV. To tell you the truth, a walk-off wild pitch where the team wins. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah,
3: it's the basis
1: loaded to get to that guy and the guy throws a bad pitch. It
3: happens. It's hard. Yeah, it's good to see y'all
6: Monday, uh, Justin. I uh, had a great time
3: there at the Buzz done,
6: Tournament, always.
3: Buddy, I appreciate you. You have a good day.
6: All right, guys, y'all keep it up, keep up the good work.
3: All right, very good. All right, so we're out of round out. Oh, there we go. More Justin Moore tickets to be given away, Coach. Oh, They're not just Justin Moore tickets, but when you hear the sound or you know what to do, email Justin at 1037thebuzz.com. Those are going to come to me, not Justin Moore. He's got a different email that I don't give out on the air too often. Um, Anyway, Justin's playing tonight, and he is uh, doing good work in the community. He's going to be playing at an event next week as well. He's also got a charity event coming up at the end of the month at the Hall for a different cause. guy's doing great stuff. really appreciate him. Uh, but Justin, Colin, Ray, Adam, Hamburg, Matt Stell, he Sanders, Tyler, Kitchen, some special guests. So I don't know what that looks like, but we'll see. We'll all find out together. Uh, Wes, what's this kid's name? Robbie tanarowitz Tenerevitz, what a name! I love it. He's batting 400. We ought to know his name. He's gonna be a household name. He keeps that up, he'll be household name in Tacoma pretty soon if he keeps 400 up. He's got to. Uh, he's got to deliver
5: here. You got a runner at third, less than two outs. Yep. Fundamental baseball. The uh, Cardinals have brought the infield in. And uh, I like what the, uh, the two-hole, didter, uh, two-hole hitter did for the Travs. He hit it over on the right side of the infield and let the uh, runner from second go to third. So runner at third, less than two outs, got to get him in.
1: Robbie was trying to get two
5: runs in. Yes, about. he was. Coach, I don't know. <laughs> that was his strike. Yeah, now yeah, it's the team's strike.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't know what I like more. Um, by the way, I've got the three emails I need, so thank you very much. You can quit sending those at this point. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, I like I don't know I like rooting for the Travs more, rooting against the Cardinals more. But they both make both make me super happy. And he does, in fact, deliver. Robbie tanerowitz with an RBI single up the middle, and the Travs take a one to
5: nothing 400 lead.
1: Just
3: went up a little bit. He
5: did the big first baseman? Did you see? He just kind of
3: slapped it. Yeah. that's
5: what I said, Coach. He gets one strike, the team gets You're the right. next I one, he just he, put he, it in I play. I think
1: that's what he did. The first one you could tell he was trying to jack it, and the second one he's playing controlled baseball right there. It's good. It's
3: very impressive.
1: I'm, I'm a Cardinals fan. It's hard to root against. But I'm not a Cardinals
3: fan. Springfield uh, Cardinals fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not
1: a Springfield Cardinals fan. It's
3: very very but comfortable. But these guys
1: might be trying to be on Might be on the Cardinals later this no year. No doubt.
3: Can I mention something? We are here in North Little Rock, and obviously this is one of the areas of need for tornado relief. Um, there are a lot of ways you can help. One of the ways is you can help um, with the Red Cross. They are setting up recovery centers all over central Arkansas. And they're open at varying times, but most of the time they're just open at 9 a.m., Saturday at 10 o'clock. But I've got Calvary Baptist Church in Little Rock, the Bill Harmon Rec Center in Sherwood, Jacksonville Community Center in Jacksonville, and the Assembly of God Church in Wynn. I don't have a location for North Little Rock, but obviously Sherwood, Jacksonville, Little Rock, all pretty close by. And, uh, you know, we we did get some information, I guess, from uh, the North Little Rock Police Department this week about what was going on with them and they've got a place to drop off as well but uh, certainly a lot of different ways to help and we appreciate everybody stepping up in the community it's been really good to see really heartwarming coach and i'm sure you've probably seen a lot of that kind of thing happen as well and i'm sure you've had some friends affected or impacted in some somewhere uh, former fashion here with all this going on as well
1: yeah, some really good, really good friends impacted, and, and you know we had we had some clients at Kid Champion that were in from New York. It was actually one of the producers of Hamilton, so oh, wow. well known person. She's got a house in New York on Long Beach Island, and a house in Florida, and she came to help the rep here and do some stuff with her. And she brought two kids, and she put them in our place for a couple months. And and uh, well, since the day we opened, to about for about a month and a half, I got to talking to her, and she she was really close to tornado. They're staying in a big Airbnb over right in K Mac Village. And and I said, what was the difference now that you've been through a hurricane and a tornado? Because she was in Sandy Hook back at, back when that came through a hurricane. she said, the big difference is this: it, it it affected everybody in a hurricane because a hurricane's 300 miles wide It's the smallest. So anybody in town gets it. We all get it. She goes, I would look and I'm, and 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 we go walking all the time in our neighborhood, and, and one side of our neighborhood is beautiful and the other side is completely devastated and it's like it's hard not to be like, Why did that not happen to them and it happened to me? Yeah. And she said that was the hardest part for her. I thought that was real interesting. Mm -hmm. And that made me want to get out and and I love the way, you know, you got out and saw people with chainsaws and helping people remove stuff off their house and all that and and if I you know the day I couldn't do it one day I I donated something. It's like I gotta help somehow, some way. I think that's what makes Arkansas great. It may be a lot of communities, but I think that's what Really did a good job, pull people together, and you like to see that. Something good could come out of everything. Uh,
3: 1300 Pike Avenue is a tornado relief headquarters here in North Little Rock. They need cleaning supplies, non-perishables, and detergents largely, but I'm sure they'll take anything you think can help out at this point. I'm guessing we're getting kind of the point where tarps are probably uh, a little bit past being needed. I'm guessing that most of those folks have got that done, but I don't want to speak for anybody.
1: The other thing I think is just they keep telling me is, is gloves.
3: Yeah, it makes gloves. sense.
1: Because you're, they put them out, and the people come say, "Hey, I want to work." They don't bring any gloves. They're getting a, you know, they put something in their hand. They got some blisters later, and they don't want to don't want to work anymore. So, mm. gloves would be a good thing.
3: No doubt. Uh, spring game this weekend, coach. What are some things you'll be looking for other than how to pronounce Tesla?
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't think we'll be able to see exactly what I want to see. But you know, with Sam Pittman talking about going for it more on fourth down and studying that, I want to see number one if they have situations where they implement that. In the game, might as well practice it in as live a game situation as they can. And number two, if you start doing that kind of stuff on offense, people would consider that more aggressive. You know, I won't I won't say it more risky because that's actually less risky if you do it by the numbers. But I'm anxious to see how they marry the defense to that. Usually, if you become a little more aggressive on offense, you become a little more aggressive on defense with an attacking blitzing style. So I'm anxious to see if. I don't think that'll show up in this game, but it might. You know, if you want to practice it, practice it. I, I'm a big fan of that, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing soon what that happens. But I sure hope they do some situational fourth downs.
5: We just heard Coach Pittman say everybody knows what you know. My new offensive coordinator has done in the past. We're going to do that here at Arkansas. Everybody knows what my new defensive coordinator did in the past. That's what we're going to do here. We're not hiding anything. Yeah. Did you hide anything in spring games? Your your benefit games? Did you hold things back?
1: That's a good question. About ninety percent of the coaches coaches... coaches do, and I never did because I'm I'm like, they're going to see it in game one. We always played a really good team game one. I wanted to have a great game, so we couldn't hide anything if you want a chance to win, and uh, I just thought, you know, they're going to see it in a game or two, so what are we really hiding here, you know, And, and so no, I never did. I mean, Just out of respect, you didn't run trick plays and things like that, but I opened it up and wanted to run screens, run our offense and run our defense and see what it looked like. We needed to see, of course, we played Bryant the last five or six years. Yeah, You know, good team, and Buck and I agreed. We wanted to see what we had. We wanted to see how those guys were reacting in tough situations, and we knew Bryant was going to be the toughest team in the state, and we knew We wanted to react against those guys in terrible situations because they had the ability to back it up. So, you know, we really didn't want to hide a bunch of stuff. We just wanted to play our game and and, and learn from it and move on to the next one. So we treated it like an extra game in the season, except for one quarter. One quarter he played all the softs and the subs and got them great game time and development time and stuff like that.
5: You you hear of... Things in the NFL, also, uh, you know, with the preseason and, and some of the different things they do. Can you hide anything in the NFL? Can you can you all of a sudden, you know, pull something on a team and fool a team in, in week four that you haven't shown?
1: Yeah, the NFL hides stuff all the time, and they they're bigger on hiding certain things against teams like like on offense. You know, defenses vary tremendously. You know, it might be a three-front, might be a four-front, might be a three-five, three, you know, different, different. And they'll make sure we don't accidentally run something just because we see that one defense one time a game that we're going to see the whole game the next time. They'll do that, but they do a good job of hiding things, defenses especially, on the first 15 or 30 plays on defense, they'll hide their defense for the rest of the game because they know the offense is scripted for those plays. So they'll be like, hey, we're going to run this defense for the first 15 plays. Then when they're off their script, we're off our script. <laughs> so it's weird the way it works. And, and uh, you know, I don't know who gets the better of that deal, but uh, it was interesting, you know, working in that setting and listening to the strategy. It's different than things I'd heard. You just don't think of that in high school and really not in college that much. If the other team scripted play, so we're going to script our defense too, and there's a lot of that going on. Are
5: they so smart in the NFL that once you're 15 scripted plays, you couldn't go back and run some of those same scripted plays over? Because they're so successful and they're so good, you think, that you have them at the beginning. Why not run them again?
1: They really do. I think I think besides the two-minute warning and, and the end of the game when you have to score and the other team is playing pre the first possession of the game is the highest scored on possession in the NFL because they script out the plays. The The reason you can't do it is because when they script them out, they practice those. They rehearse those plays, and you can't rehearse more than, you know, 15, 20 plays mm-hmm. without spending time doing things that you're going to have to possibly adjust to in the game. If you did that, spent all that time rehearsing those and getting those perfected, you wouldn't be able to adjust very easily because you hadn't run anything else in practice. So I think that's why they do that. They when do
3: you script plays, Coach, you, you do have adjustments, I assume, for situationals, right on third yeah, or fourth? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like, say you go first down of the game, You most people know what play they're going to run to start. You know, they can check to something else, but then the second one, you've got a play for your scripted will be, well, first and ten in case we made a first, or it'll be a second long or a second short. So they're just looking at the, you know, there's basically three options for the next play. Mm -hmm. But they're scripted, but there's three options for them. And then for third the next play, they've tripped it out for first down, for third down and short, third and long. So they're not – you don't go down a list. We're going to run this play, then this play, then this play. I mean, you can't do that because right. you don't know what the situation is going to be. So they do. They spend a lot of time doing it. I think too, too, too much time – I scripted three plays in high school because we had fourth down anyway, and that was going to be my third down. So we went in, and we practiced three plays. And that gave us a lot more time to practice adjustment plays, which I think, in my opinion – the coaches that are the best are the ones that adjust between series, not at the end not at halftime. You know, people talk about well they made a great adjustment at halftime. Man, why you gotta wait till halftime? I mean you got your whole offense and your whole defense over there. And in high school, they don't do that as much because they kind of play some guys both ways, a lot of teams too. But the ones that don't, man, they ought to be adjusting right then and there. And that means less scripting. So I, I think as coaches go through and do a better job of that, and some coaches are markedly better at that. Like the, the Cincinnati Bengals the last two years have been the greatest defensive adjustment post-halftime of anybody in the NFL. Yards given up in the first half per play, yards in the second half per play. They've been head and shoulders above everybody else. It's not even been close. And, and I am th- and I would like for somebody to break down and do something after the first series, second series, and see if they get better from every series on or if it truly is just a halftime adjustment.
5: That begs the question, why, why can't they do that earlier?
1: There's not that I, much time at halftime
5: in the film. Heck, we even heard Peyton, yeah, we, we heard Peyton Manning say, uh, basically, you have time to go in there and eat an orange, you go to the bathroom, and then uh, let's go, guys. And that's it. He, well, he said that, that there when, were no when they
1: walk off the field, there's 12 minutes before they're back on the field. There's not very much time in the NFL. You're right, but I think it might coincide with they've quit their script after some of them don't wait and quit their script until after 30 plays. Hey, we're not going to run what we want to run until a 30 plays. We know they're a 30 play team, so maybe it makes it till halftime. But I just don't think anybody's broken them down from the first quarter on yet hmm. to see because everybody thinks halftime adjustments. So that's what they're that's what they analyze in the NFL to see how good a
3: halftime adjusters they are.
1: I think they're doing it probably earlier too. Screaming Kids Day here at the ballpark. The
3: Travelers are up one to nothing. And the Cardinals are getting their second crack at the bat. They have one down here with nobody on, and so we are gonna take a timeout. Eleven twenty-eight. We'll try to take some calls coming up a little bit later, but we got a pretty busy show because coming up here in just a minute, we're gonna talk to Michael Felder about some college football things. Arkansas spring games spring games what else spring games
5: how about having a real game instead
3: of a scrimmage yeah what's he think about that yeah curious um, we'll do that with Michael Felder 1130 1145 we're going to talk to Kayla Beaver who is the winning pitcher from last night as UCA swept Arkansas in softball pretty cool deal for Should Central Arkansas for them, right? it Very is big. and they're a top 20 team RPI wise nationally but a couple nice feathers in their cap but clearly they got plenty of help from themselves earlier in the season as well and they're rolling through the A sun right now and as Wes mentioned I think the next highest team is Liberty you pointed out Liberty's pretty good they're in the 30s maybe in the RPI so we'll talk about that and then uh, Chris Curry is going to join us at 12.30 the Trojans hoping for a little better luck second time around against Arkansas they got.
1: It was a bad one yesterday. That was bad. It
3: was, it was
1: twenty-one to five. Yeah,
3: fifteen walks. It was a uh, not their best effort for sure.
1: I've always equated uh, runs in baseball because in the in the in the Major League Baseball in the last couple of years like the average run score per game was like four point seven per team. So you're saying it's like seven points each yeah. run, seven points. Yeah. So yesterday they got beat one hundred forty-seven to thirty-five. He's
3: a stats guy. This is the man who (laughs) counted every shot I hit out of bounds every game we played in pickleball the other day. But you know what? It was a great motivator, and I got better by the end.
1: You did. You did. Uh, Even though you criticized me for bringing you down. I mean, it's fine. That is fine. You're
3: a negative reinforcement guy, and I usually thrive on that. In fact, I appreciate it.
1: I wasn't griping about it. I just wanted to point out that you tried 19 lobs, and you finally got one in.
3: And then a couple of them I tried, and they smashed them in my face, too. (laughs) Anyway, tough love from Kevin Kelly. That should be the name of your segment, Coach. Drop the lob. Drop yeah. the lane. he needs a drop. I'm gonna get you a T-shirt. Well, either gotta get better at it, or no, yeah, you need to get better. At but it. not it's while a useful he, tool. He goes, keep working on those shots, but not while you're playing with me. We're trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I mean, we got. I loved it.
1: We got beat by some people. Maybe we shouldn't have gotten beat by. And, and maybe we beat some people we shouldn't have beat. But our first game out of the shoot, it was 11-1, and, and I threw Justin into the back. I threw him against the best team out there, and we go out. Yeah. And he needed to see what it was like to be the best team out there. Yeah. So, because you know, sometimes. Guys like Justin and me were not as humble sometimes as we should be. I think he thought maybe, hey, we can go out here and just kind of play with anybody because I have quickly. faith in you. Well, regardless, <laughs> too much. Well, they aim. If you don't, know, if you didn't notice, about ninety percent of the shots came to you. There's a reason. But you that's a good. big
3: key of pickleball: hit it the weak oh. person. Hit it the weak person. No, like person. Like no question. Volleyball, stay volleyball.
1: You Absolutely, yeah. There's two people out there. Hit it the weak one. Yep.
3: Yeah, for sure. There's nothing weak about Oakland. It's all fun down there. And uh, of course, we just had the Arkansas Derby. You've got great racing this weekend as well so don't think you're just it's all over you got the apple blossom it's a million dollar race this weekend the count fleet is going on as well the sprint race it's a half million dollars and this weekend you got a great weather weekend for the infield to be open so stick around at oakland and head down there they'll be back to racing on friday through sunday and again lots of ways to wager if you can't make it down there in person oh travelers uh a kind, of, kind of a bunt, basically. It was an unintentional Excuse bunt. Check me, swing. Dude. Yeah, check swing hit, and the catcher slipped as he was trying to go out there and get it. Josh Morgan would have made that play. Anyway, um, back to Oakland for a moment. If you can't make it down there, OaklandAnywhere.com or Bet.Oakland.com. Set up your Oakland Anywhere account. Then you can wager from the comfort of your own home, or you can be sitting in the ballpark here like this, watching a baseball game and wagering on races. Yep. And even Oakland's not running, they're running elsewhere. You can bet on any track around the world. You also get points for every dollar you wager, even if you don't win and great free pass performances and access to valuable handicapping selections to help you get some victories along the way. It's Oaklawn Anywhere. We're back with Michael Felder after this.
2: For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Certa Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C.
0: Sports
2: Center. Arkansas baseball took care of business, beating Little Rock 21-5 last night. 11 different Razorbacks scored a run in the game. With that win, Arkansas improves to 26-6 on the season. They'll play again today at 4. Coverage of that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. In Major League Baseball yesterday, the Tampa Bay Rays improved to 11-0 with a 7-2 win over the Red Sox. They hit four home runs, which brought their season total to 29. That matches their Major League record through 11 games set by the 2000 St. Louis Cardinals. They're also just the fourth team since 1901 to win their first 11 games of the season. Elsewhere, the Angels beat the Nationals 2-0. Shohei Otani set an Angels record with his 10th straight starter allowing less than two runs. The previous holder was Nolan Ryan, who had a nine-game stretch in the 72 and 73 seasons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Kevin Kelly for Bowen-Heffley
1: Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches are part of the game, but when they turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes and coaches like me ask for Bowen-Heffley Orthopedics. One of the most well-known clinics in the state, generations of Arkansas athletes trust our surgeons to get them back to an active lifestyle. From surgery of the knees, hips, shoulders, hands, elbows, ankles, or feet, our 21 providers focus on the least invasive and up-to-date treatments. With six convenient locations, in-office PT and MRI, we can handle all your orthopedic needs. If an injury is keeping you on the sidelines, call for an appointment or visit us at bowen Ortho.com.
7: all about tire and brake tire pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler always treating customers like family all about tire and brake tire pros is family owned and operated built on honesty and friendly service stop in today to shop our wide selection of continental and general tires all backed by a nationwide warranty all about tire and brake tire pros service like your daddy used to get stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com
5: Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's get-in-gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered.
2: The Butcher Shop Steakhouse has always been your favorite go-to for those nights out with family and friends. But did you know that they're now open for lunch Tuesday through Fridays from 11 till 2? The lunch menu includes homemade southern dishes such as fried chicken, meatloaf, chicken spaghetti, and so much more. And of course, everyone's favorite, steak burger Fridays are back on the last Friday of each month. So whether it's dinner plans or watching the big games at our open bar, or now even for lunch, it can all be found at the Butcher Shop Steakhouse.
0: Welcome back to The Zone in the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore.
3: Oh yeah, it's a beautiful day here at the ballpark. We are over at Dickie Stevens, Kevin Kelly's here, Wes Moore, Justin Ackrey, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver, holding it down back in the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort studio michael felder joining us on the brand of moving and storage island tackle college football razorback spring game is this saturday and there are others i'm sure that are doing the same michael welcome how are you
6: i'm doing all right how are you guys doing
3: michael um they're paying me to sit here and watch a ball game that i'm not doing play-by-player uh color for and some guy just brought me a cold beer and i mean i can't really get a whole lot better than i am right now grapple there you oh, go man you, you
6: can't beat that
3: I brought my own apple. Oh, I got my healthy food. I had a protein bar earlier. I'm hoping a kid, it's Screaming Kids Day, Michael. They do this a few times a year. They'll do these afternoon ball games, and they bring school groups in. So I'm hoping that one uh-huh. of these kids will bring me a hot dog before the day's over. So we'll see. <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> I got a story on that in a minute. Did you guys see what they did in Philly last night? They had, no, uh, I did not. They had $1 dogs at the ballpark. Wow. Huh. And there were like 45,000 people there. They sold 53,000 hot dogs. And a, a couple wow. different times during the night, there was a hot dog food fight. There were dogs flying all over the stands <laughs> because Philly, right? Yeah, for a buck, it's worth throwing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's throw-a-wiener night over at the ballpark, mean, it's a good time. Um, okay, I was going to ask you, before we get into Arkansas' spring game and other things you're looking for from the spring games, can we talk about Colorado? And, you know, Colorado is a geographic anomaly, Michael, as you know, and they bounced out of the Big 8, I think it was the Big 8, or the 12, whatever, whenever they left. um, They they left the Big 12. uh, Okay, and then they went out west, and now there's rumors that maybe they want to come back to the 12, and frankly, I'm sure if Nebraska was being honest, they would admit that they wish they had never left, although the money in the Big 10 is really, really good. What do you expect from Colorado? you think they'll move, and if so, does it make any sense to you, joining the 12 versus staying in the Pac-12?
6: I think that there's more money in the Big 12, which is what you need to fund a program, which is what you need to fund a viable program. So, I think it's on the table. I think that the Pac-12 experiment for them has not worked out quite the way that they wanted it to. Um, For those of you that are probably a little younger than you or myself, um, Colorado used to kind of be a powerhouse. They were good, and they... They were good because they were they got players from California, but they relied heavily on players from Texas. And not having that Texas wing of, you know, that, not having co- consistent trips to Texas, it's really hard. I mean, you guys, this is, you guys are Arkansas. You know that getting to Texas also helps you get players too. So I think the big thing for me is if they're going to make the move, I, honestly, they should have done it earlier when they are a more viable object than, or a viable team. Than what we're seeing the Big 12 become now. Um, so now they're kind of just sitting around like, I hope they still won. I so they've, what are they bad? It's Cincinnati, Houston, UCF. So this is going to be, it's going to be interesting to me how this shakes itself out. Uh, and then obviously you got to throw in the added element of Deion Sanders and uh, publicity. Is that good? I was reading an article from uh, Matt Brown, actually, the guy, he writes Extra Points, um, the, the the newsletter. And he had a conversation with the chief marketing officer uh, in the Big 12. And I didn't even realize this, but they've been doing, like, they did a collab with ba- Bathing 8, like uh, a Japanese streetwear brand. They've been doing, like, a lot of things to target young people. And maybe Dion helps with that, and that could help them become a draw. So it's going to be really interesting to see what becomes of them because there are a lot of options on the table. And the fact that, obviously, it started with, like, Michigan and Jordan. And then Michigan doing a Jordan collab with the streetwear brand. So we're seeing this, like, evolution where most things for college, most advertising for college is targeted to guys that are It's mostly targeted to guys. And we watch the commercials every week. It's targeted to guys that are in their their 30s up into their 40s and 50s. And these schools are starting to find ways to make their brand relevant to um, younger people outside of just the sport itself. So... It's been pretty interesting to see how this takes shape. And so for Colorado, if that's the way that they want to get things done, then the big club's certainly an option. But listen, you got to have a dance partner because you can't dance by yourself.
3: Yeah. And there was some talk that maybe one of the, I don't know, maybe Arizona or one of the Arizona schools, I'd hate to see them split. And ha- Although it, yeah. it's not unprecedented to have two, you know, Power 5 Division 1 schools in the same state be in different conferences. But Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Iowa, Iowa State. Yeah, it, it does happen mm-hmm. on occasion. Yeah. Um, Texas and any other of the Texas schools. Um, anyway, so, Dion, I don't know if you saw this clip going around the Internet yesterday. It made me chuckle because it reminds me of one of my all-time favorite clips we play on the air. But this is not a great audio clip, and I'm going to play it, or have Christian play it anyway. But um, okay. this is Dion Sanders. He was hanging out with Ralphie, and he is uh, a little wary, let me just say it that way, of Ralphie. His son is the one that's doing the video on this. So just listen to Dion's opportunity to get up and close with the mascot for the Colorado Buffaloes.
2: I already told you, you can
0: not go. Hey! Oh, no, no, you can't. No, no, no. The animal's right there. I know, come on, come on. You're okay, you're
4: okay. You yeah, ain't no good phone.
0: Nope,
4: that ain't gonna happen. What's going on? How you doing? Yep. Girl. Yeah, there you go. Be There Here you go. Okay. I'm standing here while this thing is coming at me full speed.
0: No! No!
4: No! They got him in the
3: trailer, and they're running Ralphie right up in the trailer. I will tell you, having uh, called a game at Colorado, watching that thing run around the stadium is one of the coolest things you've ever seen. But it reminds me, Michael, I don't know if you've ever seen a clip of Eric Berry, the former Tennessee safety who played in Kansas City. And he has aquinophobia, mm-hmm. and he was deathly afraid of their horse, the uh, mascot for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so that clip is hilarious, too. But uh, it's just kind of funny to me. Dion's going to have to maybe get some, like, therapy, or maybe they can hypnotize him. But you can't be afraid of the mascot, man. I mean, that's not a good look.
6: Listen, dude, I, I actually I do have orythophobia, which is the fear of birds. And everybody yeah. thinks about, like, falcons and hawks, but it's, mostly for me it's small birds. Um, everything down from pigeons to swifts and swallows and, and, and chickadees and all those things, they terrify. And so I get it. Like I can't walk in New York City without freaking out because of all the pigeons that are there. So I under I completely I I, I sympathize, I empathize, I understand. It is
0: oh. if that's one of those
6: things that scares you, it's gonna scare you. And you know what? Maybe Deion needs to stay in the locker room while they run Ralphie out because it is a very cool tradition. I've also been I've also been there and seen it up in Boulder and it's very cool. But listen, if that animal decides that he's gonna do something, guess what? There is not a team of people on the planet that's going to be able to
3: stop it. Yeah. Well, there's been some talk around here of doing a uh, a live Razorback, you know, out on the Woo. field, and they've got uh, they've got him, but he's in a cage, and uh, there's just been too much concern that they could keep him uh, keep him bottled up or yeah. under control. So it hasn't happened yet, and it's probably the, for the best. Um, totally shifting gears here. Wes wants to talk some Pac-12s. I was going to ask you about something else, but go ahead.
5: Uh, Pac-12 was talking with the CW network about a TV contract. Those talks broke down. (laughs) Is is, is the Pac-12 in trouble if they can't get – I mean, what's their TV deal going to look like?
6: I have no idea. And the Pac-12 is kind of like a – they're a harbinger, right, for the ACC, maybe even for the new Big 12. I think the Big 10 and the SEC are going to be fine, but the Pac-12 is kind of the first ones up the bat – Listen, I don't know if you, I don't know how much baseball you guys play, but when your leadoff fans strike out, you start to worry a little bit. And so, and the CW, it's not like the CW doesn't need them. The CW is a network that, yes, they do, they do well. They put together these shows and they're a great young adult network, which I think, again, goes back to what I was talking about with the Big 12 and their chief marketing officer trying to target younger folks. So they are a younger, young adult, you know, older team focused network. And if you can't get it done with them, that means it's something that they don't feel right, especially when it's not taken away from their live programming. And that's the part that stood out to me. Their programming, like, not live, but, like, their on-air programming, that's a Monday to Thursday thing for the CW. They don't do anything on Saturday. This would boost them on Saturdays, in theory at least. And if they're not interested in getting their Saturdays boosted with live sports, I mean... Good grief, man! Like that's that's the part where you make your money. That's the part where you make your ad revenue. That would bring in more ad revenue. So this is going to be an interesting, you know, walk in the woods for the Pac-12 uh, because obviously they have the Pac-12 network, but you need a you need a bigger dance partner than just your own network.
3: There is that, Michael. We're going to have to uh, cut it short. We got to run, but I appreciate you coming on today. I want to talk to you. Have you seen Air yet? I want to talk to you about that next time we get you on.
6: I have not.
3: Okay. Well, make it a point if you get time the next couple of weeks. And next time we get you on, we can hit hit on that. And we'll talk about uh, results from Arkansas spring practices and game and get your thoughts on uh, what's going on with that. But we got to hit, hit the timeout. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with you. We'll be back after the break with everybody else. I appreciate you, buddy.
6: Thank you, man. It's always good to talk to you guys. You take it easy. All
3: right, take care. Michael Felder talking about the business. Of, of football today More Big than business. about actual football It is huge business for sure Unless you're working with a CW Then it's desperate business um, Wes really wants me to get pegged With a foul ball today And that was pretty close <laughs> hey, Alright kid oh, Did you see the look on his face Yeah. he picked up that ball That was priceless The ball landed in a pile Of shotgun Dan pizza boxes To soften the, the landing And the kid walked over And picked it up That is easy peasy Hitting a break We come back Caleb yeah. Easy peasy Easy, easy pizza, pizza. Caleb Bieber will join us. Pitcher for the Central Arkansas Bears in a winning effort over the nationally ranked Arkansas Razorback softball team last night. I gotta think Central Arkansas is going to start getting some votes. Some votes nationally, maybe. So, anyway. Wes is going to be on the front row. Yep. Loves going to the softball. There ain't no doubt. I'm going to the game this weekend in favor. I bet you are. Arkansas UAB. First game ever at Bogle. Hyped about it. I want to go last night, but I, I was drove tied before. up. Driven, I've driven past him before.
1: That's
2: something.
3: Yeah. 11:46. We're back in a second. Listen up for Justin Moore songs. You hear two more times. We're gonna do it. And the first three emailers email Justin at 1037thebuzz.com. When you hear a Justin Moore song, first three people to email in will get tickets to tonight's show over at the hall for a great cause. And if you don't win tickets, by golly, buy them. Thirty bucks a pop and help tornado relief picked and we back at Dickie Stevens after this
1: I hope everybody emails so just in case the first three you don't want them so we need thousands of emails
3: there S- thanks coach why don't you sit the rest of the show up it's great
4: At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts.
5: You know, R.J., we have a complete line of deposit products, from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to to mention you got a friendly face when you walk into southern bank just like the lending side our retail folks do a fantastic job macy and courtney and vince are ready to talk to you about what southern bank can do for you visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900 southern bank member fdic it's the first day of the first grade
7: and she found a new best friend it's the lady.
2: I'm being made right now have you noticed that most ice creams
3: now come in smaller cartons not bluebell we're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness bluebell wouldn't have it any other way the
0: good old days are being made right now
7: the good old
3: Bell ice cream at all Mad Butcher grocery stores and all
0: Piggly Wiggly stores.
5: Bradford Marine and ATV is proud to announce their all-new
3: loyalty discount program at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Now through April 30th, your old tracker, sun tracker, ranger, Tahoe, nitro, or Regency boat could earn you up to $2,000 off your new fiberglass ranger or nitro bass boat. Don't delay. This loyalty offer ends April 30th and
5: is available now at Bradford Marine and ATV locations statewide. Bradford Marine, your authorized
3: tracker dealer. See Liberty for details.
4: Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored, self inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low-T Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing medicine. Healthcare. You're
0: back in the zone in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Check us out online at 1037thebuzz.com and throw us a follow at Justin 7, at Wes underscore Moore, and at C. Weaver 1037. Now back to Justin Akrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network.
3: I hope I'm not too late. All right, welcome back. It's 11:50. Run a little behind here and catch it up now with the winning pitcher from Central Arkansas's victory over Arkansas last night in Conway in front of a record crowd. Kayla Beaver, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage hotline. Kayla, let me say congratulations to start things off. Good win, shutout victory for Thank Central you. Arkansas last night. So sell out last night um, and the biggest crowd in history how was the atmosphere let's start with that
7: uh, it was I mean it was a little nerve wracking I mean you, we went out and watched the National Anthem and you look out and you see all those people and you're like oh gosh that's that's a big crowd but I think we kept our composure and handled it really well
3: Kaylee you are not from Arkansas but I'm just curious how much it was talked about what a significant deal this is and, and certainly look Central Arkansas can stand its own two feet you guys are in the top twenty in the RPI. You're obviously having a great season. You got a great team. But to beat Arkansas, especially a top ten team twice, once there, once at your place, is awfully significant. As someone who didn't grow up here, I mean, do you kind of understand the gravity of what, what's going on here this season with this?
7: I do, I do. I mean, it means a lot, like I kinda of talked about it. not like we paved the path for this and I think we really made a statement these past two games.
3: What were the keys last night? I mean, it's obviously, they've got some, some great hitters and some long ball hitters, too, to, to shut that team out last night in that setting. You know, again, you got all eyes on you folks after the the previous win. Um, what were some keys for you, and what was it like to, to shut them down throughout the evening? Uh, it
7: was really just uh, focusing one pitch at a time, you know, making one pitch, and taking a deep breath and focusing on the next one. You know, once one pitch is gone, it's gone, and so just... Like I said, taking that deep breath, focusing on the next pitch was really a big thing.
5: In your wildest dreams, laying there thinking about that game before you know and, and envisioning it, and envisioning it, is that what you thought? I mean, did it live up to your expectations?
7: I think it exceeded all expectations, honestly.
5: What was working for you on the mound?
7: Um, I think just staying in that rhythm and focusing on that and knowing that my defense had my back and the timely hitting that we had base running and everything else, it all just really fell into place. We made the plays we needed to make and hit the pitches that we needed to pitch or hit and took the mistakes and ran with them.
3: How exciting was it from your perspective watching, you had a couple of just spectacular plays defensively. Your right fielder goes over the wall making a play on a ball in foul territory and then your center fielder comes up makes a nice sliding diving catch on a ball that tried to drop in front of her as well. I mean, when you get your defense playing like that behind you, i got to think as a pitcher, that's got to really increase your confidence as the game wears on.
7: It does. It, It makes things a whole lot easier, you know, especially after we scored those first two runs. I was like, you know, those were insurance runs, and it allows you to relax a little bit and just trust in your defense, and I think we did a really good job at that.
3: Kayla, you didn't pitch in the first game. It was Jordan Johnson who did a phenomenal job. Seven innings and five hits. Struck out seven. You bettered her by one with eight strikeouts and didn't give up a single run after she gave up one in the previous game. Did you guys talk a lot about it or anything about uh, the matchups and maybe some ways to pitch some of these Arkansas hitters last night?
7: I mean, we kind of just talked about, you know, like, hey, let's focus on these pitches, focus on this, but... Really just honestly looked at it as just another game. You know, we didn't want to go in there too high about it and thinking too much. I mean, it was just another game, but we went in there and did what we needed to do and focused on what we needed to in the bullpen and worked on certain pitches, where to pitch certain people, and I think what we did and how we prepared worked out really well.
5: What was better, beating them in Fayetteville or beating them at home last night?
7: Honestly, you know, beating them there was awesome just to go and do it at their own place. And, but honestly, being them in front of that crowd that we did last night was even better. You know, we had a lot of Central Arkansas fans there, which made it even better.
5: Are you all y'all a top 25 team? Uh,
7: no. We're should in the be? top 25, but not ranked just yet.
5: If a voter was listening, why should you be in the top 25?
7: Uh, I mean, personally, I think we've proven a lot of people wrong the past couple of years. You know, last year we had great power five lands, had five of them, and then this year we've added to that. We've had four this year, and I think we just keep proving that we are a competitive team and we can stand up there with the rest of them.
3: Yeah, that's pretty obvious so far. We're talking to Caleb Beaver, pitcher for... Central Arkansas. How would you rate the A-Sun or what have you guys gotten out of A-Sun play? I know I think the next best team in the league is Liberty and you've got them coming to your place in late April going to Bellarmine this weekend but how do you uh, what kind of competition you guys seeing in conference play?
7: I mean you know once we get to conference tournament everything is basically irrelevant at that point. we got to go into conference and get the job done and Liberty is definitely one of our top competitors if not the best one in the entire conference and We just have to go into every game just like we did last night. Like, we can't go into games looking at other teams different. We need to go in there with the same mentality, and I think we're going to be just fine.
3: Y'all have won nine games in a row. I mean, y'all are absolutely rolling right now. Thank you. Um, I mean, the mentality of this team has just got to be sky high, I would think, right now, the way you guys have it going.
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, happy with everything last night, but it's like I always tell myself and tell everybody, you know, you got 24 hours and be happy and minutes on to the next one.
5: I know you want to win the conference tournament and get the automatic bid, but if something happens and you don't, have you done enough to get in an at large and make it into the NCAA tournament?
7: I think as long as we keep rolling the way we are, there's going to be no question about it.
3: Well, let's hope that's the case. Although it'd be nice for you to just win it and not have to worry about it. That would be way better, right? a question be I'd like to
7: know about better.
1: softball.
3: Hey, this is this is Coach Kelly. You don't know me,
1: but I'm on here Wednesdays with, with them. I got a question. So it's rolling good last night. Big crowd. You're jacked up. University of Arkansas. When you're out there in the field and things are rolling really well, is there any kind of trash talking going on to the other team that that people can't see or hear? I mean, there's
7: there's usually some talking between both dugouts, but try to keep it cool. It's all,
0: it's all
3: nice things. It's all good. Well, listen, I'd, I'd say just do whatever you're doing. I mean, I, I always just continue with that, and it's worked out pretty well. Congratulations. Keep the great season thank rolling. You. And uh, I'm hoping we're talking about you all come uh, NCAA tournament time. Yes, sir. Kayla, thank you. Good luck the rest of the way. Good luck this weekend.
7: Thank
3: you. All right, take care. It's Kayla Beaver, pitcher for Central Arkansas and uh, wishing them the best. We've got some Major League Baseball items we want to get to. I already told you about the Philly Dog Night. It's kind of fun. There are a couple other stories here from the Major Leagues. Travs are rolling right now, dominating the Cardinals. just makes my heart smile. Anything bad that can happen to the Cardinals is a good thing when it comes to baseball. I'm happy about it. Coach, I know it's not your, your favorite thing, but hey, it's the way it goes. We're all, baseball? We're all Travs fans today, babe.
1: I love baseball. Well,
3: I know not your Cardinals fan, though. Oh, yeah. We're all Travs fans today. Yeah, though. I'm
1: not a Springfield Cardinals fan like Wes said. Travelers fan.
3: Because Rusty Meeks the CEO here. He is a great. I guy. love Rusty Meeks. He is awesome.
6: Brandon uh-huh. Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage.